Whether you need to restock the fridge or just have a sudden, intense craving for cheese puffs, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. From groceries to household items, Kroger delivers right to your door. So don't let one major craving have you reaching for your car keys. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hello, Razzball Patreons. Donkey Teeth here, and we would like to formally invite all of our valued Patreon members out to Las Vegas to join us at the end of October. The dates are October 23rd through 26th. We'll be staying at the Planet Hollywood. We may take in a Raiders game on that Sunday, and we're going to be recording a live Patreon podcast. We hope to see you all there. Contact any of us for details on the Patreon podcast post. Welcome back to the Razzball Patreon Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth. This week, I'm joined by two of the top scientists of our generation. This first man, (laughs) he's made too many contributions to the scientific community to count, but he's most well known for his years of experimentation with the ingestion of bath salts and their effects on libido. Welcome to the show, Dr. Albright. <laughs> Damn. It is always so crazy. I'm, I'm never sure which one of us is going to get introed first. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to the end of the intro, I'm like, who's he going to say this is? <laughs> it's, always, it's fun. Actually, we could do uh, when we're in Vegas and uh, we could do like we could pause it right before you say the name and then we could bet on who it's going to be. <laughs> uh, usually Grace has some sort of negative connotation and Billy's is like flattering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I I thought you might change it up this week. Yeah, so I was ready. I was curveball. ready to rip. Yeah, no, I, I, I no, actually, I I've totally noticed that, Don. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, not, it's not totally lost on me. <laughs> Congratulations, though, Grant, all your great work with bath salts. <laughs> I 
I, uh, I, they call me the king of uh, lush. <laughs> That's a, yeah, uh, it's a mall store that does bath uh, bombs. Okay, bath anyway. bombs. They're huge, huge bath bombs. I dig yeah. it. Hey, uh, what's going on, man? What are you doing? Ah, uh, nothing, man. I just came, you know, I just had a long uh, trip, and I uh, decided to come in and get some pina colada bath salts. <laughs> what do you, who's got, hey, hey, it's gray. Everyone from Lush comes from the back, and they're like, hey, look who it is. Man, it's the bath guy. Yeah, he's got his lab coat on. <laughs> True man of science. Oh my God, it's it's the bath guy. <laughs> uh, okay, Doctor Albright, uh, let's introduce uh, one of your very esteemed colleagues to the in the world of science. This genius, yeah. uh, he's been called the George Washington Carver of the hot dog. He's published mm-hmm. countless peer-reviewed <laughs> studies on the infinite medicinal benefits of the wiener. Billy Hurley, thanks for joining hot, us. Yes, hot dog expert, uh, Dr. Bill is in the house, ready yeah, to answer all your say, hot dog like, questions. We should have, uh, Billy and I should do, we should take turns introing Donkey. I feel like he gets shortchanged in this uh, this whole equation because, like, I, I want to be able to give him a really super negative intro. <laughs> Yeah, we only Billy can right intro now. me. Only Billy. Right, third on the podcast. He won a radio contest to become podcast host of the great Rasball podcast. You know him, you love him. He's got great teeth. They're donkey teeth. It's donkey teeth, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to clip that out and uh, yeah, just play that in every episode. Yeah, put in some crowd noise. Uh, uh, guys, what's going on? Are we excited about going to Vegas or what? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With Donkey, are you? Are you? Have you booked your trip yet? Donkey's not going. Well, yeah. I mean, I booked. I booked all of our rooms because uh, you know I'm the go getter on the podcast. <laughs> take care of business. I've not yet booked my flight. Uh, you know, I think actually I was supposed to go, Billy. I was supposed to go out to New York. Uh, Two years ago now? A year and a half ago, I guess, to see uh, Gray and Rudy at Tout Wars. So I had a flight for that. I think I got a voucher still because, you know, they had a pandemic flight. So I got to dig that up and uh, book a flight. I think I got Delta credit or something like that. Did you book your flight, Billy? I know Gray did. No, I know that the relationships between Razzball participants are always very, you know, tenuous. And so I, you never want to buy your flight until the very last minute because you never know if you're going to get in a huge fight with Gray, you know, and then it's going to be awkward. So just wait, just wait, you know. I mean, by the end of this podcast, we might not like each other. Why am I so mercurial? Yeah, I said tenuous. What is that, what is that, what is that about? What? The mercurial Gray Albright. You know what it is, though? Honestly, because I'm half Italian, and, like, Italians just fly off the handle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm also half Jewish, so I, like, fly off the handle, and then literally five minutes later, I'll be like, oh, I feel so guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in the house yesterday, and I said the Cougs. I was like, I just swear, I just yelled that donkey really bad. And <laughs> She's like, why do you yell at him? I was like, I was mad. I yelled. And and she's like, ah, oh, Italian gray. Yeah. Well, the three of us, too, were very sensitive. So I, I know that at first we were thinking maybe we'll do separate rooms. And now I think it's smart that we did separate hotels. <laughs> three separate hotels on the strip. 
<laughs> just in case anything happens between we, us. And we haven't told each other which hotel we're no. going to be. <laughs> yeah, well, I got the Bellagio, Billy's at Planet Hollywood, and then we put Gray way off the strip in the Rio. Uh, yeah, so. okay. I'm at the Circus Circus. Cir- where it's all the, uh, it's everyone's in one room. It's like a clown car, but for rooms. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, who's, uh, who's using the pillow tonight? <laughs> I I stayed at Circus Circus. It is awful, awful. <laughs> it, is, it is sad, sad. It is depressing, depressing. It is far, far from uh, anything interesting. That you want to be doing? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, and um, we're going to do a heist. So... <laughs> The more people we have, the better. We're if you do... we're still trying to, we're trying to involve a parrot. In <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's got any ideas, yeah, everybody kind of submit your special skills. We need a hacker. We need somebody we're to drive a truck. To do a, uh, we're trying to do a news story that would make its way onto not not news. Yeah, yeah. People are like, when are you guys going to stop? It's when we do a story that involves us. That's when we wrap it up. Hang up the phones. All right. So on uh, today's show, we got uh, three guys in Vegas. They uh, tried to pull off a heist at the Circus Circus with a parrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had uh, Gray was in Vegas to go with the story. Yeah. Yeah. He's, hey, actually, this... he's actually still in Vegas. <laughs> I wonder what happened. This Gray guy seems like a real jerk. Uh, but yeah, in all seriousness, we're going to be at the uh, Planet Hollywood. We'd love for anybody to to come out and, and join us. Maybe take in a Raiders game, watch us record a podcast if we can find anywhere to record it. Billy's going to get on that. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to find the best conference room in Vegas. It's going to going to have we're going to have at least eight chairs with wheels on them. You can wheel around. It'll be a, a phone what with speakerphone. Uh, you know, uh, it depends on who. What's your definition of a conference room? Because I've seen big closets. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I can fit a couple people in here. Yeah, the criteria seems to be two or more chairs. <laughs> a conference exists. Uh, okay, guys, we got some some news stories to get into here, though. Enough about Vegas. It's going to be a blast. Come join us. But, uh, yeah, real news, guys. Real news this week. Guy Fieri, he, uh, he debuted a apple pie hot dog. And Billy, being the hot dog scientist expert, I know you really dug in <laughs> on this story. Uh, for the Yankees' Field of Dreams game, right? Oh, yeah. You know why I like Field of Dreams, Gray? Why? It's baseball in two hours. <laughs> Finally. You know, isn't that nice? I like Field of Dreams. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I uh, I retweeted though. I I appreciate it. Oh hey, you know I I, I always support you, Billy. Did you watch the field? Yeah, thank you. I did. I watched it. Yeah. No, I was I started off like pretty much the Grinch. I was like, you know, see, I don't like Field of Dreams. I, I think the movie sucks. To be totally honest, like it's not even Costner's best baseball film. Like obviously, Bull Durham. Um, and then JFK, because, you know, <laughs> Joe Pesci in that. He, that was he, a weird he night. He reminds me of Dale Barra. Uh, so I was like, you know, I was watching The Field of Dreams, and I was like, you know, I kind of got turned like um, like me in prison. <laughs> I got turned, and uh, I started liking it by, like, you know, the third or fourth inning, because it's just really a baseball game. The whole corn stuff in the outfield, really dumb like it's just stupid like who cares 
that the field is surrounded by corn. Like, honestly, that doesn't matter at all. Oh, about anything to do with the game. So you don't you don't like you don't like a bunch of baseball players brushing their hands across in like a like a, almost like it's gladiator yeah. running their hands through it in slow motion. I think it's pretty cool. I uh, yeah no I I'd like to see they should do like uh you know how they do like music mashups like they should do movie mashups where you put like uh, Russell Crowe from the Gladiator in the uh, Insider movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I thought of that. So anyway, I ended up liking it, even though I don't like Field of Dreams, because it was just a good game. Like, you know, if it's a good game, it's a good game. It doesn't really matter if it's surrounded by corn, and uh, <laughs> which is so bizarre. But yeah, I mean, good, you know, good on baseball that actually pull it off. I yeah. Guess. You know, people seem to like it. Wait, Billy, what'd you think? Well, I just thought about that mashup idea that you said where you put <laughs> Russell Crowe into both movies. I feel like that was Guy Fieri's whole idea with this uh, hot dog apple pie mashup. I feel like he just smashed those two things together. I thought, see, I thought he watched Jason Biggs fucking an apple pie and he was like, <laughs> huh, I wonder what it would look like if I was the counter. It would be like a hot dog coming through the apple pie. <laughs> That's, that is actually a good idea for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> this actually seems like something that Babe Ruth would like eat uh, before a game that he was late to. Like he's just sort of running out of the house and his wife's just handing him like a half of an apple pie and a hot dog and some bacon. He pushes it into his mouth and then goes four for five with two home runs. That's what I, I feel like that's, that's the vibe I get from this creation. Hey, uh, hey, Connor. I don't, I don't know, guys. Uh, I don't know, guy's son, who's now like becoming guy himself. Boy. Like, boy, boy, boy is becoming guy. <laughs> so whatever his name is, I think it's like Connor or something. So like he'd be like, hey, Connor, hey, take a note for me. Um, Jason Biggs fucking an apple pie, <laughs> and then do yeah. and do um, uh, put in the parentheses hot dog. <laughs> Instead of penis. I heard he just calls his own uh, answering machine and just leaves those messages. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me you don't do that. I used to do that for sure. <laughs> like, honestly, I have like 12,000 texts to myself um, just for like nonsense things that I think of. Yeah, it says like circle towel. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's like an actual, like my best idea. <laughs> you're, you're giving away my best idea right now. Um, but yeah, no, I would just like, uh, I would text myself ideas instead. Like I used to call myself and leave a message, but now I text myself. So then when I go to get a new phone, like I'm like so nervous that the Apple guy is going to lose all my text messages. <laughs> I like that. You can't even handle phone calls from yourself anymore <laughs> you're like just text me <laughs> I can't, man. oh my god yeah no they um my text my last text message to myself was actually i ended up using it it was anyone ever dressed like a carrot and then go into horse stables <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was my last one to myself and then i used it for cody bellinger <laughs> yeah and if you you gotta save you gotta save it all it's yeah all you never know man donkey do you text yourself or no I've never. I don't know. Oh, maybe I need to start. Huh. I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe you don't. <laughs> I don't. If you don't, if you don't, if you haven't done it by now, I don't know. Billy, do you text yourself? Uh, no, I have uh, like a notes. Like I have a, a lengthy word doc of all different joke ideas and things just throughout the year. 
yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so you have sort of the same idea. Here's my my next text. <laughs> when you when you uh, when you rip off a menu at another place, it's menu late. <laughs> know what that means it's menu what menu late like instead of emulate it's menu late oh yeah like i'm menulating right now yeah <laughs> like <laughs> like guy frieri menulated a apple pie hot dog great i think I just... you can go ahead and delete that text i would say you know what though because you don't know what you're gonna have so sometimes you just gotta text yourself these things and you're like Later on, you're like, yeah, menu late isn't really something I need to save. <laughs> Sometimes you're at a restaurant, you don't know what you're going to have. You just need to menu late for a little bit. <laughs> okay, here's here's one more. Okay, this is the last one we'll do. Wait, wait, I just feel like... Okay, what, my, uh, okay my, my two favorite things are steaks and stammers, which is why I eat steakums. That's a quote by Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just sort of imagine like an episode of Hoarders where, where like somebody comes in and it's just like a pile of like papers <laughs> that say jokes on it. <laughs> jokes and then like ideas for inventions. And then somebody's like coaching. Through it, like, we can throw this one out. We can throw Shark, this one Shark out. Shark Tank ideas. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, completely. You never know, man. You don't, you don't know. Anyway. So, uh, hey, Donkey, could you read me a poem? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> No, I can't. Rock me. Rock me, donkey teeth. Donk, donk, donkey teeth. <laughs> I don't know why I have that written down. Did you text that to yourself? Or? <laughs> yeah, I wrote that one, too. I don't know why I wrote that down, but, you know. You lose it if you don't write it down. It just floats away. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst. If you're like, you're, you're think of something like brilliant, and then you can't get it written down in time, and you're like, oh, no. And then, like, later on, you're like, I think I said something in my head, like, rock me donkey teeth, donk, donk, donkey teeth. I feel like this week, for whatever, whenever you feel compelled to write that down, just tweet it and see how it does. <laughs> just I as should. an experiment. I should. I know. Or you do, like, you know who the worst people are? You probably don't have this because you, you follow only comedians. But when you follow, like, baseball people, like, there's people – who honestly will tweet out facts about like like baseball facts, but you know damn well they tweet it out every year. Like recently, someone tweeted out something like, "Oh, today's the 92nd anniversary of Babe Ruth hitting like his 50th home run in 1927 or something." And then like I was just okay. I know that is not something you just tweeted for the first time. So yeah, I yeah. so I searched that person's name. And, like, every year they tweet out the same thing. <laughs> it's like, guys, like, what, are you just trying to get, like, likes? What is that? Like, who cares? Get the is same it... exact likes every year. Yeah. Same exact number. Calendar yeah. reminder set. <laughs> I know. Like, some people just do like that. Uh, that one guy, I forget his whole name, but it's, like, Eric something. And he just tweets out, like, what's your favorite rock album? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a stupid prompter i don't even know anyway what, what are we doing here with guy frieri well you great didn't you tell me that uh you had a shark tank idea when, when you were uh coming up with your jason biggs masturbating apple pie stuff <laughs> oh man i think i did um what was it it was like oh 
There is okay. Yeah, no, this is a good idea though. See, the, my problem giving away all my good ideas is people are gonna steal them, and then I'm gonna be like, well, I, I got no more good ideas because everyone stole them. But anyway, I'll still tell you. Okay, so my spell check didn't know how to spell masturbate. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but it was like underlined. So it's like my spell check was a prude. So yeah. I had like a Shark Tank idea where it's like you have a, a spell check and you could choose the age level of what you have. Like you could choose like, oh, like, oh, you're a 33 year old. You choose 33 year old spell check. Uh, so you use different words like uh, you don't say like if, you're, if you're using 33, you don't use the word lit. But if you're right. like 25 exactly. or something. You, yeah. Uh, or you could do like spell check. Oh, I'm a 70 year old. So it's like you don't understand what spyware is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think that's something? <laughs> Donks? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, no, no. Donkey, no, Donkey loves the idea. Billy, it's on you now. Are you in or are you out? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, language is complex, and any any way we can kind of get everybody to communicate better. I want I want seventy year olds to be able to talk to thirty year olds to be able to talk to twenty year olds, so we can all just live in harmony together without yeah. any red squiggly lines, right? There's nothing worse than the red squiggly line. I, I hear I hear a, I hear a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the, What's the opposite of a hard pass? Is it delightfully excited? What do you think, Doc? Soft run. It's definitely <laughs> soft, flaccid, flaccid reception. <laughs> oh, a flaccid bit of interest. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, you... I, I actually think this is one of Gray's best ideas, Billy. Get like a raunchy spell check, uh, <laughs> extra dong, synonym yeah. recommendations in there, maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, was the, uh, I was also like with uh, Guy Frieri, I was thinking about how like he came up with the baseball snack. And mm -hmm. I was like, I was thinking, you remember Rock Me Amadeus, the song? I think so. <laughs> okay. So in the middle of the song, it stops going, Rock Me Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Like it stops doing that. And it goes into like a, a, just like a, a, a litany of like biographical facts about Amadeus. Uh -huh. so I'm thinking they should do an update about like Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> like a or or Donkey Teeth. <laughs> just someone. They should just update this like in some way. I don't know. And give facts about Guy Fieri? Yeah, it's stupid, I guess. Yeah. I, I was know. taking like Diners Drivers and Dives. Guy Fieri creates donkey sauce in 1987, the same year Donkey Teeth is born. Uh, rock me Amadeus, Amadeus. Instead of, but instead of the Rock me Amadeus, it's Rock me Donkey. Yeah. I was looking closely at Guy Fieri's hair. Have you ever take a good look at that and how great and spiked up it is? I always wonder, like, what product he uses, like what condiment. What condiment do you think Guy Fieri uses in his hair? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah. It does kind of... I'm thinking mayonnaise or mustard. Yeah, or maybe a combo like a secret sauce. <laughs> Could be yeah, yeah, yeah the, the something about Mary thing. Secret um, sauce is always too like a secret sauce is always so unsecret because like you only have like three things to work from whenever you're doing a secret sauce. It's like right. you got mayonnaise, mustard, and ketchup. Maybe relish, but really, like how secret could this be? Like, yeah, we'll guess not, it. Yeah, don't get I'll me started. Oh my God, Billy, that's a great idea. A game show where you guess the secret sauces. Yeah.
I'm in. That that is a good idea. That is a hard yes. For a, uh, <laughs> oh, no, you don't do hard yeses. <laughs> yes. I just that's a soft reception. There's no hard. There's no hard. <laughs> <laughs> I am a soft yes. <laughs> uh, guys, next story. We gotta we gotta move on because we've got a a huh. like real real story here. New York Times. We're moving on up. Oh. Big New York Times story this week. Uh, rat tickling. All right, Australia. There. Uh, this is right up your guys' alley as scientists. There's researchers in Australia. They're tickling these rats every day for a month to see if it improves their emotional well-being. Billy, I know you're mainly a hot dog scientist, but <laughs> you have some expertise on this rat tickling, right? Yeah, Monday through Friday it's hot dogs, and then on the weekends it's rat tickling. But <laughs> this story is really nice. I mean, there's a fine line I'm learning between scientist and old lady who feeds pigeons in the park. I mean, it, I, it's it, there's a fine line between those two people, I think. <laughs> Rock me, donkey teeth, rock me. <laughs> Are you still over there in part one? <laughs> I'm over to part two, Greg. I, uh, I'm a time traveler. I can go back and forth <laughs> between stories. Yeah, we're in New York Times article. I feel like some ways, like, we're, we're this is, like, big time. Like, I, I, I think, like, just by us, for some reason, like, I honestly, I can't get to the article because it's behind a paywall. <laughs> so. All right. I'll give you my password. <laughs> Password is rock me donkey teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get to it. So I have no clue what this article even says, but I it just feels like big time. Like we're big timers now because we're doing New York Times article. Like oh, yeah. that way. Right? All, th- all three of us just put on glasses. <laughs> yeah, man. Might have a might have the humpty nose though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it, uh, yeah, it almost seems smart. Until you see it. Yeah, it's like, oh, look how smart he is. Oh, he's moving his hand away from his nose, and it's a humpty nose. Yeah, it's Bobby <laughs> Valentine glasses or whatever. <laughs> Bobby, Va- yeah, Bobby Valentine. I keep waiting for – okay, so here's a Bobby Valentine story. I think, you know, the Cougs is going to kill me for this. So she used to do uh, sports. So anyway – Long story short is she uh, met Bobby Valentine and she said he was like a crazy flirt. And like every time she talks about Bobby Valentine, like I see a little bit of a weird like twinkle in her eye. And I think she slept with him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's true, but it feels like it's a little too much like, hey, um, you know, Bobby Valentine's running for uh, mayor of some town in Connecticut. And she's always like, really? (laughs) (laughs) so interested in that though i mean i i can't answer for that I really what do you don't. think what do you think bobby valentine puts in his hair because he uh, nice yeah slap with bobby valentine <laughs> <laughs> what do i do about that donkey how do i how do i get out of that <laughs> I, you know i i what are you gonna do it's it, it happened gray Oh, it's weird though. If it, but it's probably not true. And now she'll never admit it because she's gonna be listening to this podcast. She'd be like, "I didn't sleep with Bobby Valentine." I'd be like, "Oh." Was it during that stretch where he he managed the Red Sox very poorly, or was it in his kind of heyday when you know he was? I he think was it was. Well. Um, honestly, I want to say it was the uh, the Boston stretch. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Like. 
I want to say mid nineties. Is that Boston? Oh no, that was probably Mets. Yeah, Mets. Was that Mets? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it was probably then. Would be my guess. I don't know. All she kept, all she keeps saying every time his name comes up, she's like, "Oh, he's such a flirt." I'm like, "Why do you keep saying that?" (laughs) (laughs) It's so gross. What do you say? Why do you say that? Uh, anyway, so uh, tickling rats. Um, my actually, I was going to school to be a rat tickler. Yeah, no, how'd that go? <laughs> I am three credits short of my degree. Oh my god, just bring a get a feather and finish it up. <laughs> no, up no, <laughs> because then no, because if I do, then I have to go out in the real world and get a job, and it's just like, uh. I don't know if I want to be a rat tickler. Like my mom wanted me to be a rat tickler. Like yeah. I, I didn't want to. Like I feel like I was pushed towards that. I mean, the opportunities there. I mean, if you go to New York City, like there's a rat every street at every street corner. You know. Yeah. No. So the I, money's there. The money's there. And the no, rats. Are there. I, I know. I I appreciate the uh, the boost, uh, the confidence boost. But maybe I, you know, like I tell my mom, like. I understand that there's good money in tickling rats, but I don't know if I want to do it. Yeah, it's you know it's it's unfortunate. I, that's happening to a lot of people these days. Their their parents are pushing them into rat tickling. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. not everybody needs to be a rat tickler. Donkey though, seriously, like I have like three drawers filled with feathers. It's just like. Ah. Like I had to go, I I went to the bookstore and I like bought so many feathers and like, what if I don't become a rat tickler? Then all these feathers going to go. What I'm gonna have to make a pillow? Well, no, I I mean I heard too because this boosts mor- the rats' kind of morale and I feel like you could do the same thing with the grumpy people you hire at Rasball. You could just <laughs> tickle all of them on a daily basis. And I think I honestly think that that would help. I think it would make the articles better. It would make the vibe better at Rasball headquarters. You know that. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess I could use the feathers in other ways. You're right. I could tickle other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? <laughs> I like that. I, I'm going to go and start tickling people. Yeah, yeah let's not, get the uh, chippy chup. <laughs> <laughs> not enough science involves tickling. You know, I mean, like, there's a lot of great work that's been done with COVID and vaccines, but nobody's laughing. You know, it's just nice to... Uh, it's nice to have some tickling back in the lab. Yeah, right? completely. What if you're do? What if you're like, oh, um, yeah, no, I'm just, uh, I, I gotta take a feather into the, uh, the, the thing, uh, into the lab to do some tickling. Like, oh, oh, okay, but I still need to see your license and registration. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's who's checking the license? Is I, that like? I was tickling the cop. <laughs> It can get you out a lot of jams. Like you, you know, if you see, first of all, if you see a rat, tickle the rat, of course. But if you see anybody that's grumpy, you know, if you're at the DMV and someone's giving you a hard time, bring a, you know, tickle, tickle. You know, somebody, a bad coworker, uh, maybe like, you know, train operator, somebody's, somebody who's having a, a bad day, tickle, tickle. Also, like, if you're doing, if you take, a, like, if you're carrying a feather, like, I carry mine. And like uh, like a rat tail, like on the back oh. of my hair. I, that's where I that's where I hold my feather. Um, yeah. But mo- I mean, people can carry them wherever. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to judge you if you carry your feather in other places. I think the easiest place is carrying the back of your hair. But you do. I do side fun. pockets so nobody steals it. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Like where your beeper is. Yeah, where my beeper is. And by the way, uh, I know you beeped me a lot today. I'll call you after the podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. So anyway, so uh, like if you go into the lab and you like all the scientists are there like tickling rats or whatever, and you walk in like dressed like Chuck E. Cheese, you think they tickle you? I think it would really. It's already a fun vibe, like what you just described. <laughs> Everybody's just laughing, tickling rats, and then somebody comes in and like escalates things to to that level. I mean, I, I'd I'd show up as Splinter. I feel like we could have a real party. We could have like pizza. We could have like pizza rat kind of vibes. <laughs> that's how it started. That was probably how, that's how I think it started. Like they were they saw the rat carrying the pizza up the stairs, and then someone like tickled it to for it to drop the pizza, and then and then the scientists saw that and they were like, well, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I actually I I kind of like to imagine the guy that like thought of the study at the lab. Like so what if like what if we tickle rats? <laughs> They're like, what? He's like, nothing. His buddy was like, tickling a rat is more of a science than an art. Yeah, Yeah, who's saying that? The lead researcher? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like, I I mean, I'm a certified rat tickler and all, but yeah, there's no really proper way to tickle a rat. Yeah, well, that's they actually said in the report there is a right way and a wrong way. So this is not (laughs) this is not a Reese's situation. There is a wrong way to tickle a rat. (laughs) Oh, so, okay, because I couldn't open the article, so what was yes. the right way? Because I'm not saying I need this information for my day-to-day life, but what was the right way to tickle a rat? There's uh, actually three pop- proper ways, according to the article. There's dorsal contact, flipping, and pinning. Uh, it, it has to do with uh, tickling with the finger. There's no feathers involved here, Gray, and it's between mm. the front legs of the rat on its chest. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on a second. So the uh, the uh, the rat tickler um, scientists are we putting quotes around scientists? Maybe we should. Uh, so the scientists not around tickler. <laughs> no, not around tickler. They are literally tickling. <laughs> so the scientist, quote unquote, is putting its his his or her finger in between the rat's legs to tickle them. Yeah, the front legs though, not the back ones, Greg. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. What? Yes. What? What? So the front legs is so that's the legs up by the head. Is that a front leg? Yes. Correct. Okay, because okay, because if you're okay, let's just say you put a rat down on a table and you turn it belly up, and the uh, the, the 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 bottom legs are facing you, then they would be the front legs in that scenario, wouldn't they? No. okay i mean you'd have trouble in the lab for this experiment (laughs) i feel like you'd really slow things down yeah stick to the bath salts that's why i'm three credits short of my rat tickler degree yeah no there is a we're going through the right way now i've done the wrong way which is hiding in new york city trash uh waiting for them to show up uh, two in the morning, hammered. Uh, <laughs> Covered in cheese. Yeah, in my lab coat. It's, that's the wrong way to do it. Dressed <laughs> as a block of cheese. Just like a block of cheese. Uh, I, I'm just a block of uh, Swiss cheese. Don't mind me. <laughs> I'm just a regular pizza slice on the subway stairs. <laughs> Just some Swiss cheese. Nothing more, nothing less. And I have uh, this legal pad uh, to take notes just in case anything happens. But mostly I'm I'm cheese. (laughs) 
Mommy, does that cheese have a legal pad? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, even for New York at two in the morning, it's weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. 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 So, okay. So there's a right way to tickle a rat as Donkey has established <laughs> through the uh, New York Times article, which has a paywall. So, um, Get a password, can, I ask you, can I ask you something? Did they mention at all in the article whether or not, like, how did they come to find out the right way? Did they do a, a lot of the wrong way first? You know, I don't know that that was clear. Billy, do uh, you have any insight into that? I think it's the kind of just, uh, you know, if you tickle a rat and they're just not feeling it and they're just not <laughs> laughing, I think you kind of, that's probably when they figure it out. And then, like, I'm sure when you tickle a rat correctly, they're just like, they're going, hee, 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 okay no that makes sense but you can't say anything when you're tickling the rat because if you do then the rat could just be laughing at you versus being tickled right right well yeah you don't know if you just if you're just saying something funny to the rat right you don't know if they're laughing at you or with you (laughs) right right that's kind of like me on this podcast You kind of have to do, you have to be pretty incognito. Like, I didn't even realize there's so much to this rat tech line. It feels like there's a lot more than most people probably think. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, people... I mean that's why. <laughs> that's why it's scientists, I guess. Yeah, science. It's it's science, really. It is an art. And I think since Gray is obviously very interested in this, uh, to our Patreon listeners, uh, maybe a little extra so so Gray can get a monthly membership to the New York Times so he can see what's happening in the world beyond the New York Post, which has, you know, lighter weight stories. <laughs> lighter weight? Oh, come on. Okay, no, all right. So before we move on, let me just find out. So if I if I possibly, I'm not saying I do, but if I had a, a rat in my butt and I wanted to tickle it. Theoretically, be- theoretically. Theoretically. How would I do that, doggy? <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading a New York Times article here. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about tickling a rat's butt? Is that what I heard? No, if I have a rat in my butt. I mean, if I did. If I did. Not that I do. If I did. Ah, oh, forget it. I'll figure it out on my own. Is that <laughs> you both Back to trial and error. Yeah. Billy's the, the, the scientist here, so. Yeah. All... 24-7-365. Rats and uh, what was the other one? I forget what I do. Rats and hot dogs. Rats and hot dogs. Really? Very scientific. You know, I was looking at the next article here, uh, the New York Post. Oh, uh, you know, our, our bread and butter here, the New York Post. It's <laughs> an article about a young couple that uh, is now, they're a British couple. They're living in uh, the 1930s lifestyle. But I just want to say here before we dive in on this, guys, there's like a, a video here embedded in the article, and it's like a, a the Grand Canyon, and it's a woman's swing. There's like a swing that swings out over the Grand Canyon, and this woman almost died. We may have to cover this story next week, though. <laughs> I got distracted when. Oh man, don't do don't intro stories that are better than the ones we're actually. <laughs> wow. It's a teaser. That's a teaser for next week. Was oh, she being pushed, day. or was she just yeah, doing? Yeah, it? somebody was pushing yeah. around the swing. Yeah. The uh, the the young couple the the young couple who is living like they're in the 1930s. It's very realistic that they have uh, iPhone video. 
they have really embraced the 1930s. Yeah, they just took about 20 selfies that are embedded in that article. <laughs> yeah, and posted yeah. them on Twitter. It's like you go to you go to one Mumford and Sons concert and you get carried away and you're like, yeah. I'm living in the 1930s now. Yeah. If I was if I was a friend of theirs, I would just show up all the time with like baconators and like iPhones and like. Uh... <laughs> oh my God! Oh, so I got a I got a true story. This is uh this is good. You'll like this, Billy. And maybe okay. not. Maybe maybe not. But we'll pretend you do. Actually, you should pretend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So um I had uh, an ex girlfriend long time ago. Uh she uh. She got married uh, also a long time ago. But after after we dated, she got married. And it sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah, it is. Glory days. <laughs> oh, oh, them best. Hey, I walked in and she walked out. <laughs> uh, it's a good song. Okay, anyway. So um, we dated, blah, blah, blah. And then she got married, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so then like recently she reached out to me because I had like, you know, well, she thought I did at least <laughs> I had connections to an agent or an agent or a manager. Or, she wanted to turn. She had an idea for a book. Yeah, the only okay? manager you know is Bobby Valentine. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, Coogs knows him much better. <laughs> so anyway, so she reached out to me and she's like, hey, you know, I have an idea for a TV show or a movie or something. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. So she's like, well, I'm writing this book. And it's about how for the, like the last year I've been living like it's the 1950s. Like, and I'm doing all this stuff. Like I'm subservient to uh, my husband and I'm doing all this. And I'm like, why are you doing this? So, so anyway, I, uh, yeah, no, I get the, I get the book and it's like, so bizarre, like my, so my ex, which is already weird as it is. So, but she's, she's now like bringing slippers to the door, like for when her husband comes in. I did not get this treatment. I mean, maybe she needed, maybe the relationship was kind of not, maybe it was something she wanted to go back in time you know, and just kind of get away from as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like I gotta go to the fifties to get away from this guy. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, anyway, so I don't know. It's a true story though, but yeah, maybe not an interesting one. <laughs> donkey, what else you got? <laughs> you say donkey or me? Yeah, oh, donkey. I don't know. Whoever. What, oh, whichever. What do you one think, man? Yeah. What do you think, donkey? What do you got? What do you I, got? I don't think I'd read the book if that's what you're asking. It doesn't sound that interesting. <laughs> It wasn't. It was not a good book. And it was also like she was like, oh, like we, you know, because actually Coogs was the one who set up like uh, meetings with like for TV shows and stuff. So we'd go in and she'd pitch these ideas. But then it would be like after she pitched the idea, it'd be like, so how did you guys figure out this whole thing? And be like, oh, well, he used to date her. But then she left him and she married this other guy and became like a 1950s <laughs> Be like that's a good idea. Be like, wow, you really fucked up this guy. <laughs> Looking at me like, what did you do? Like, how did this? How did this go so wrong that she wanted to do this 1950s thing? Yeah, hey man. I, I mean, 30s is a choice too, because like I feel like these people think that like the 30s was just uh, people driving riding around on vintage bicycles and like sipping gin. But like, if the, I want to see them go for real and like lose their savings, like. Go into a bread line, depression, like, depression yeah. era. 
I feel like the 30s, the, at a good day, you got meatloaf. Mm. Like, like, go hard into the 30s here. It's, it wasn't just uh, stylish people. I know. Yeah, it can go. It can get real dark in the <laughs> 1930s. It's like, have you never seen Boardwalk Empire? No. Like, Even the 40s. Pick like the 40s. We won a war in the 40s. Yeah, exactly. Babies were booming. Bit, actually, though, picking the 40s, like, and if you're Jewish, you're like, I, why did I pick a decade with Nazis? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe not the 40s. <laughs> this sucks. Maybe 48, 49. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm picking 48. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, New York Post, I got an idea for a story. You want to go talk to this couple. They, uh, they're they living in the 1948s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? what? Yeah. yeah, not a whole decade. They're literally living in, like, the first six months of the 1948. Yeah. I think I would choose like nine, 1998. Yeah, I was gonna say let's just go 90s. Yeah. Oh easy. my God, you! I I'd go with whatever wherever Sugar Ray is playing, right? <laughs> yeah, good times are good, right? <laughs> God, hey, was that girl's got a on the corner of her four post bed. Give me that. Give me oh. that nonsense. Yep. Oh my God, imagine you're just like, uh, I'm gonna live like it's Dave Matthews all the time. Yeah. Dave Matthews. I'm going to live. 182. Blink 182. I like Blink 182 so much. I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live back in my house, back in my childhood home. <laughs> you just move in. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. What? Why is Billy uh, back home? Ah, he's living in the 90s. There's some trauma the really waiting in the back room, waiting from a big room. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a song. That's a song. Also, too, I've read, I read like, or I didn't read it, but I heard about this like really dark, you know, UN climate report where like there's not even be any ice in Antarctica anymore. And like, we're just, we're going down. And I'm just thinking like, man, I totally get like going to the, back to the 30s and buying a gramophone. Like, <laughs> sign me up. I would do that too. Oh, you do. Yeah. And then, but the only problem is like at some point, because you get this story out there, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm living in the 1930s. And someone else is going to come along and be like, oh, I'm living in the 1920s. Uh, <laughs> and then someone else will be like, I got the 1910s. And before you know it, someone's like living like, I'm in the 10 BCs. Right. I'm <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I was just going to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, hey, what's going on, Jesus? Stop it! You're why are you? What are you doing, man? With the you're not turning it into wine. You're not. <laughs> stop, bro. Seriously, just stop. You're not doing it. Do you think that this couple that's living in the 30s? Do you think like to mix it up and get a little like fun in the bedroom? They like wear jeans, and, like regular <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, but you don't even know the genes exist, though. I don't think, right? I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know what I don't, I don't know anything about the thirties. No. But I don't know if you know genes are around. Like you can't mix it up if you don't know they exist. You know, miners maybe like gold miners would wear them or oh, something. Oh yeah, oh like the pictures of like the people sitting on like beams on the World Trade Center or not the World Trade Center. <laughs> yeah. That's much later. Uh Empire State Building. I want to go back to that. I want to do that. I'm going to go back to that time and live on a beam. Oh could... my god, beam be, beam living, right? Yeah, pack a lunch. Oh my god, that should that could be HGTV beam living. 
you think the three of us doing a live podcast. Hey, so meet us in Vegas. We're going to be on a beam that is going from Planet Hollywood to MGM. Circus see, circus. see you there. <laughs> We're gonna you, you. you don't want to go on that circus circus beam. <laughs> no, 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 it's going to fall. Beam living. I would like to do a zip line. Can we do that? I want to. I want to do a zip line in Vegas. That that'll be my own thing, though. That'll be like my coming of age story. Yeah, Billy, I mean, you do you want to go zip lining with me? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, you I'm guys. A yes, I'm gonna be a yes too? man on this trip. Are you guys are going too? Oh man. No, would... we're gonna go to a different zip line. <laughs> we'll let you do your own coming of age thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a coming-of-age story. <laughs> We're going to put you in a variety of fun situations, including zip lines. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to come back pregnant. <laughs> zip lines, Delta variants. Delta variants. <sighs> losing all your savings. <laughs> I'm going to be pregnant with the Delta variant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on down. Uh, get the Delta variant with me, Donks, Gray. <laughs> Share no, particles. Okay, so who's hosting HGTV's Beam Living? Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to that. We're yeah. uh, we're Beam Living. We're Beam Living here with uh, the Property Brothers. Do they have yeah. names? Or are they just the property? That's a TV show, right? Do they, they have a name? Their last name is Property. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Well, that's like, good. Hey, that's good. <laughs> Jimmy Property. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, JB Property? JB Property and his brother. <laughs> Don't forget his brother. Oh yeah, Mike. BJ. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. If I was naming someone, I just named two. I would name them something real close to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would name. Hey, if either of you guys have kids at any point, let me name them. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we you, Razball is known for great names. It's just a sea of great Chip, names. It's Chippy Chew Pearly. Yeah, cool. We're gonna name him. Yeah, we're gonna name him uh, Donkey. What, you know what, what? We'll start with the dog, Billy. Uh, you let Gray name the dog first, and we'll see how he does. Yeah, yeah. Practice. We'll oh, I got a good dog name. I do. Oh. Okay, it's uh, Arfur Woof Ruff. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I thought you were gonna say like you were gonna name him Sit or something. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> brandy. If you have a uh, a street you live on and there isn't one Brandy Golden Retriever, then you probably don't live in the U.S. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. You probably live in a different country if there isn't one dog named Brandy on your street. It's like it's like Mike. It's like the name Mike. Should do. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna actually text myself that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, you text. We got one more story we're gonna get through here, guys. We're gonna have to move quick though. Uh, oh. This next one is about a professor at Fairfield University. F U. That's F U. F U. Correct. Uh, he failed his student. The student complained to the upper management of the university. Got the failing grade overturned. Now the professor is is suing both the student and the administration. Good. Billy, yeah, yeah. Billy, uh, you got some yeah. some insight into this story for us. You covered it, I believe, right? Sure. I mean, what better way to learn about business law than to be immersed in a in a heavy court trial with your teacher, right? I mean, that's just immersive learning. I support that. 
I, I knew someone who went to Fairfield U. They were dumb as shit. <laughs> but you know what? Now that I think about it, though, if you can you tell if someone else is dumb if you are yourself dumb? Ooh, that's a really smart observation. Wait, Gray, are you talking about Steve? Fairfield U. Steve? He, <laughs> he actually just signed up for the uh, Patreon oh, last week. Yeah. Oh, we just lost him. Steve, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's no it's no comment on FU. I'm just saying that this, the person I knew, there could be a lot of smart people there. I mean, I went to BU, and I'm sure there's a lot smarter people at BU. I mean, Martin Luther King went to BU. Did so. you guys... You know, uh, did you guys know that uh, the mascot of Fairfield? Uh, it's the middle finger. Did you know? No, it's it's the guys. They're the fu guys. Oh, I thought it was the middle finger. No, is, yeah. Is there a logo on their uh, on their sweatshirts at the bookstore? Is it an F, is it a fu with a middle finger? Yeah, it's fu guys with a middle finger. It's the fu guys. Oh, I oh see. How many guys are at the FU guys? It's uh, it's like the Property Brothers. There's two. <laughs> they wear flannel. <laughs> hey, uh, FU guys, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh. Are you uh? Are you saying FU guys to like us, or are you saying FU guys like that's our mascot? I was yeah yeah. It's confusing. This is a whole who's on first thing. Yeah, that's the fun you can have at Fairfield. It's <laughs> hey, in the brochure. That is a lot of fun. Hey, um, do you know which way to uh, f you? What, hey, excuse. Do you have Tourette's? What, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing right now? No, I'm asking you directions. Um, f you? Do you do you know how to <laughs> get there? <laughs> yeah, with your mobs. <laughs> a lot of mix-ups. Yeah, a lot of mix-ups. Mix yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? F you. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, let's go back to the actual story. This one I can get to. Uh, it was not a paywall, so that's always good. So there's a fair, uh, Fairfield University law professor suing her former student and school's administration over the handling of a student's failing grade. All underperforming law students must be glad that they're at least not this guy. So what is the uh, what is the deal with this? I, I don't think I I don't think I really follow this story um, completely. Uh, Donkey, could you explain it? I mean, I feel like I already did. The, the... <laughs> and you just read it. Yeah. <laughs> What's I mean, well, that's what I was saying. So okay. So if you're revealing yourself to be dumb when you're talking about Fairfield, you how? Dumb could the person be who went to Fairfield U that I knew? It couldn't be that dumb, right? This is like a how much wood could a woodchuck Super. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a confusing story for me. I don't understand it at all. It's got to feel good. I Basically, a teacher took their student to court, and that's got to feel good, right? I mean, Why? Why did they take them to court, though? Because they gave them a failing grade? No, no. So the university overturned the failing grade that he originally gave to the student oh, so and now the professor is like pissed. no that is actually you deserve that failing right grade, he's, so i'm he's, gonna sue you yeah he, he i to believe the the lawsuit is over like defamation of character like he can't determine properly what uh somebody that should fail oh my and god so yeah he's, he's not so, happy that is a really dumb lawsuit i i mean this is uh I mean, this professor, are, are we sure that they should be doing any more professing? 
I love it. I, I would I would actually like extend the offenses. I'd be like, and your honor, uh, this student always has their phone on in class. Uh, there's a whole list of things that this student does. I would take I would take that moment and really enjoy it. I would do. You know what I would do? Here's this is what I would do. I would go up to the jury and I'd be like, um, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and then I would pull out a bag of uh, Fritos and I would just start eating them and it'd be like, how do you like this right now? Do you enjoy me talking while I'm eating Fritos? Because that's what this student was doing. <laughs> yeah. They were doing. Yeah. Every day they'd pull out a bag of Fritos and they would eat them. You know what? And this is a smart move if you're the teacher too because you know how many twerps like go to office hours going like, I got a B plus and I want it to be an A minus. But if you if you have a reputation that you're you're going to take the kids to court, yeah. I think that lets people accept yeah. their B plus. Yeah, no, totally. Be like, uh, my first witness is um, Joshua, whatever is, I don't know, <laughs> whatever the kid's name is. Okay, and then they're on the stand like, okay. Joshua Chu. Yeah, Choop. Uh, so, Joshua Choop, when were uh, my office hours? Oh, oh, you don't know? Oh, did you not come see me for help? <laughs> got you! I got you! That's like what a... I would do. Oh, my God. I, I love the... I actually... I feel like I should be the lawyer for this lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to watch you on court TV. I t it took me like two hours to figure out what the hell was going on in this story. But now that I know, I feel like it's all coming together in my head and I am in the court. I am Perry Mason taking down the FU student. Yeah. Your Honor, I'd like to, to submit uh, to evidence Exhibit A, uh, this bag of Cheetos <laughs> that was left by yeah. the defendant. Yeah, constantly, constantly, every class. What is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on one second, jury. I'm just going to play this Game Boy in the middle of my opening statement. Oh, that seems stupid, right? I mean, no one would do that, would they? I, I could just imagine your commercials. Like, are you a professor in a lecture hall? <laughs> and your students don't listen to you? Let's take them all to court. <laughs> Taking people to court yeah. for being dumb. Oh yeah, I love it. I would. I, I would... love it. I'm actually now. I'm totally. I'm. I'm bought in. I like this. This is our best story. Yeah, you should be able to take your students to court. Yeah. Students have too much power. Okay, your your honor. Um, if I may, I have one more exhibit. Uh, let's bring it. Bring in. Susan, um, yeah, so Susan sat next to Joshua, yeah. and all class, they yeah. look at her, look what she's wearing, <laughs> she wasn't paying attention. Convict them both, is what I say. Yeah, they're both going down. She might be going down first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, dirty. Yeah. I'm talking you... about dirty stuff. I think you would last a half a case as a real lawyer <laughs> before you, it would just be constant gaveling. <laughs> you wouldn't make it that long? I have so many I'm, giving, I'm being generous. Yeah. You, you get the record for most gavels. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. 
This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.